it's the next level. You need a plan. I want to be on the radio. He wants to be on radio. But to be on the radio, you have to have a voice. You have to have some verbal ability. You hardly ever say a word. I talk. This is ridiculous. I don't understand. You need to grow up. Is that Pat? No way. Oh, man, I love that guy. For the show that's truly too hot to handle. It's the melting pack, and it starts right now. You're listening to the melting pack. Here's your host, Pat Joplin. Alrighty, well, thank you, Jerome. Hey, friends, welcome to the show, the melting pack, here on the Next Level Network. Today, another one. Where I'm trying to get this done on my lunch break. And it's not for any real reason. I don't know. It was a nice challenge I laid down for myself a week ago. It worked out, so we're trying it again. Uh, today on the show, we're talking a little bit about NASA. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know a whole lot about what's going on. It seems really interesting uh, if you're smart enough to get it. So maybe if I tell you, it'll be better. I don't know. Uh, Chuck E. Cheese being tricky, so we'll talk about that. That's a lot of weird K sounds. Sorry. Um, we'll play a tune from Shallow Pools, our good friends. And uh, we also uh, do some other stuff. What are we, is that the only thing we're doing? Oh, the other thing was the question for uh, about TV tropes, which we will lead off with in just a second. Uh, let me make sure we don't have anything else. Jerome, we good? I think so. This should be a um, nice, tight show. How about that? There you go. Awesome. We did it. Oh, uh, before we get started, I wrote a thing. A couple weeks ago, I asked uh, if you were, were to be named commissioner for a day from one of the sports leagues or by one of the sports leagues, uh, what's one rule you would change? And that just went up this morning. Um, I don't know why it took so long for me to do it. I was, I don't know, I guess I was busy doing something else. Uh, but it is up there now at themelticpat.com. Do the thing. You can also follow me everywhere on on the old social places at the Meltic Pat and uh, do the thing over there. All right, all right. Should I have done the legal stuff right there? Probably, but I'm not gonna. I'm gonna do it later. Okay, <laughs> Jesus. So we had a question for this week. Let's lead with this. I don't know why, but. I never really know why I have an order to things. It is what it is. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so I wanted to know this week, because I mentioned last week during my little pat peeve about TV characters leaving their phones unattended and how dumb it is. So I wanted to know uh, what TV tropes really grind your gears. What gets you going, gets you upset about what you see on TV? And I thank you for letting me know what bugs you about TV. Our buddy Drave says, I hate it. When there's a long series and the final episode reveals it was all a dream and the entire premise of your show. And he did let me know what the series was. I'm not going to reveal that to you just in case you uh, are in the middle of watching it and don't want to be spoiled. So there you go. I mean, it's more than one show that's done this, uh, but he specifically was mad about a show he just finished. So I'm not going to... Uh, to dive in. I'm not going to let you know. I don't want to spoil anything. It's not the kind of guy I am, damn it. Uh, he also, uh, he threw out another one, or when the bad guy, uh, sorry, or the whole bad guy about to shoot the good guy, but third person shoots bad guy as the single gunshot sound goes off. Overdone. 
do something else. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. That is, um, yeah, then it's a mystery, a whodunit, and it's usually like a season finale where you have to go back and, and do that. Yeah, the OC did that. And uh, Pat, stop talking about the OC. Well, listen, it came up. I'm playing Shallow Pools later. It all connects. Yeah, that happened. Uh, the other thing, speaking of shooting people on TV, like characters shooting each other, uh, the good guys never just shoot the bad guys, right? They have the bad guy at gunpoint, and they're like, uh, uh, and they let the bad guy go off on a whole monologue about the plan or about, hey, you're wrong, and then the bad guy gets away. You got the bad guy or lady, sorry, or lady, right in front of you, dead to rights, basically. You don't do it. I don't understand it. I don't know. I don't know, but it's got to stop. Or not. You know, do whatever you want to do. But <laughs> but it's just something I thought of with uh, with Drave's issue. Thank you, sir. Lockjaw says, dumbing down of characters as the show goes on. You go from a layered, complex character to stereotypes of themselves. And the example he gave was Community, um, where they all kind of started out as, hey, this guy is this, and they're fun. And I've never seen Community, so I have no idea. Uh, but apparently they just zoned in on one thing and uh, somebody said i'm sorry i forget who said this but um said that ned flanders was this on the simpsons right he started out as like the weirdo neighbor guy i guess and then uh he just became super religious and that was his only characteristic so i guess i didn't really watch the simpsons either but uh, i guess if that makes sense to you i don't know it doesn't make a lot of sense to me because i'm not familiar with those shows but there you go but i get it like when you have a layered character who has more than one thing going on and then all of a sudden, that person becomes the one thing. Like if you're a, a womanizer, let's say, if you're a Barney Stinson, there we go. And that becomes your whole gimmick is that you're just the womanizer, nothing else. Does that make sense? All right, I get that. I hope I explained that well. I probably didn't. My bad. Uh, Brandon, almost better than silence. He says when it's a mystery show and they breadcrumb all the clues for you so you can try to figure it out before the reveal, but then it turns out there was some impossible... Deus Ex Machina, no one could have predicted. Yeah, that you know they throw the twists in there, and um, you know throwing a twist into a TV plot is not a bad idea. But when you lead people along, like when you do it too often, I guess that's the point I'm trying to make here is that a lot of mystery shows will lean on this and will you know hey it's probably this guy, it's probably that guy, and then like five episodes in a row if it's a crime to crime week to week kind of thing, um, you know it's the same kind of deal. And it just seems kind of weird. I don't know. I'm not saying that shows have done this five weeks in a row. I'm just, it's just an example of the thing. All right? All right. Also, that reminded me of um, when Mandy Patinkin was on Criminal Minds. You could tell he knew who the bad guy was or, like, he knew what the um, – he had solved the case within the first seven minutes. And then he just let everybody catch up. Like, come on, man. People are getting beat up and you're just sitting there. Like, we all know you figured it out. And he just let it keep rolling. He let it keep going. I don't know. I don't know, man. Oh, boy. Bummer. I love crime shows, though. I really do. They do lean on some of these tro these uh, tropes and stuff. Sitcoms do this all the time as well. And I those are two of my favorite TV genres. There you go. There's your Alex Trebek for the day. Uh, Brian Amato, finally our last one. Brian Amato says, They never say goodbye when they're ending a phone conversation. They always just hang up. Yeah. Yeah, that is weird. How they're talking on the phone. Like, all right, yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, it's just over. Like, you have the split screen or whatever. You go back and forth between two characters, and neither one of them actually ends the conversation. They ju It just stops. Like, all right, I'm going to be there. And then, oh, I can't believe he did this or whatever. And then all of a sudden, we're in another scene. And that's an another thing with that is 
when characters are on the phone, uh, they nod to answer a question. Like if somebody's like, oh man, or like to agree with somebody, like, hey, we got to go do this. And then they cut to the other person and they're just nodding on the phone. Like, dude, you're on the phone. You have to say a thing. I don't know. I don't get it. That reminded me of one. Thank you. All right. So we just got another TV trope from the website. Thank you for this. Uh, left this at the meltingpat.com. That trope where someone overhears part of a conversation or something similar and jumps to a wild conclusion, sorry, wild conclusions resulting in the end of a friendship or relationship. All they have to do is directly and clearly communicate like functional adults, but instead, everyone on sitcoms and the like have the maturity of 12-year-olds. Yeah, yeah, that happens. Listen, we've been watching a lot of Degrassi again, which is, you know, a teenage or show, but... Um, you know, it stands. The point stands, right? People will overhear something from someone else, like they'll be standing outside a door, or they'll hear it over the phone, or what, or hear a rumor from somebody, or whatever, and go, oh, what a jerk! And then, you know, that'll be it. And then, that, well, I mean, that's the story for the episode, or at least the B-plot for the episode. Like, I can't believe you said that about me! And then, you know, it's a whole mess, right? So, yeah. Oh, actually, great point about this. Speaking of Degrassi, um, spoilers. So skip ahead for the next minute or so if you haven't seen season five of Degrassi. Uh, <laughs> so the reason that Jimmy got shot was because Rick overheard Spinner and Jay talking about it. Like, hey, yeah, I can't believe Jimmy set that whole thing up to embarrass Rick. And Rick is a psycho and decided that Jimmy needed to pay for his transgression even though it wasn't him, instead of like going to talk to Jimmy like a person, he decided to shoot him and put him in a wheelchair. So is that extreme? Absolutely. But it falls right in, right? Right in with that complaint, with that trope where, I mean, it, you know, it doesn't always go that far. Usually it's like, oh my God, I'm breaking up with you because you had lunch with a girl named Susan or something. And it's like, oh, bro, Susan's my sister. What the hell? And then that's a thing, right? So that's a tamer version. But hey, you know, listen, Degrassi's on the brain. We've been watching it a lot. So I'm going to tie everything back to that. So thank you. Sorry, I almost missed it. Got to kind of shoehorn this in and kind of shoehorn our way back out. Oh, man. Thanks, everybody, for weighing in on your TV tropes. If you missed one, if you missed out on this one, uh, let me know. I will do my best to jump back to this or at least mention you and uh, maybe yell about something else altogether. But yeah, I thought about that when it was you know, nobody closes a door on TV. That really bothers me. They just run out there and just leave it open for robbers or, or whatever. And uh, yeah, the phone's unattended. That's what brought this on. So thank you, everybody, for weighing in, for jumping in with me and getting mad about TV uh, while there's no TV on right now. All right. All right. Speaking of... Uh, no, that's not a good segue. Um, I read a thing the other day. <laughs> okay, so this is going to be a short little segment here because I'm going to be honest with you. I said at the top, I don't understand a lot of what's going on with this. Although you could say that about a lot of things. Uh, but specifically NASA has apparently maybe possibly discovered a parallel universe. Uh, so what happened, I read this uh, somewhere, Wall Street Journal, New York Times, one of those. I don't remember what site it was, but they didn't make me pay to just read the rest of the article. So all good for me. So they did an experiment. NASA did. And they had a giant balloon. They floated a giant balloon above Antarctica. And the reason they chose Antarctica is because Antarctica, Christ, uh, is because the air is so dry, there's less of a chance 
that noise will interfere with what they're trying to capture, right? So they go up there and try to measure the, I don't know, sound waves or energy particles or something. Um, well, apparently what had happened was this uh, this experiment caused uh, some neutrons or neurons or something to bounce back. And so usually um, what happens is when they do these experiments, like they have these particles of energy or matter or whatever, and they go in one direction. They bounce off one way and go, oh, okay, that's uh, whatever we were trying to do. There we go. But this time they came back the other way, which means there's something out there that is sending them back, sending these particles back to this balloon, to this robot thing, which uh, told these fancy science people that, hey, there's something out there. And apparently somehow they discovered that maybe in this parallel universe that runs next to ours, uh, time runs backwards. So I don't know. Listen, I'm not a science guy. I'm not much of an anything guy. Uh, so it was all very confusing because I'm a moron. But if you can figure this out, if you can read what, uh, if you can decipher what's going on, like it's some other language, if you can uh, break this down, it's it's either really cool or uh, it could be just an error in the machine, which is really boring, and that means nothing is uh, nothing happened. So either way, you know, so we either have a parallel universe where time runs backward, and um, I don't know, everybody gets free pizza at lunchtime or something, uh, or it was a mistake in the machine, and uh, you know. These science people are not infallible like some think they are, right? Or like we may perceive them to be, like I do, because they're way smarter than me. <laughs> so there you go. So we may have another universe. Uh, we may not. We may just be bored and uh, and reaching for things. I don't know. I do not know. What I do know, there we go. That's a good one, right? Uh, not really, but um, Chuck E. Cheese, Charles Entertainment Cheese, yes, this is the one and the same. Uh, they have been, uh, they're struggling, of course, like everyone else, you know, with a pandemic. People can't go out, can't go do things, and can't really gather. So they're, of course, selling their pizza on uh, Grubhub and whatnot. And apparently what they've been doing, and people have uh, pointed this out, is that they are selling their pizza under a different name to trick people into eating Chuck E. Cheese pizza. So they're selling it under the name Pasquale's Pizza and Wings. Now, Pasquale is a member of of the make-believe band. So he uh, he's still back there, you know, hanging out with Charles and saying, hey, let's do this. And apparently uh, his pizza and wings are better than than Charles's pizza or something. Uh, let's see. A spokesman said, uh, while cooked in the same kitchen, the uh, Pasquale's pizza features a thicker crust and extra sauce. So if you're interested, there you go. I can honestly say, I do not remember what uh, the pizza from Charles Entertainment Cheese's kitchen tastes like. Uh, but also, I don't know that I can get that low on my list of delivery options that I'm going to choose Pasquale's or Chuck E. Cheese pizza. I don't know. Like, there are so many other choices that I have that I go that I lean on more often that I'm not going to finally get to the end of those. But you know what I'm really craving right now? Some pizza from Charles Entertainment Cheese. That's what I want. And I, I don't know if I'll ever get there. But if you do, if you try this... Um, let me know. Again, everywhere at the Meltic Pad, I want to know how you enjoyed your uh, Pasquale's Pizza from the kitchen, from shared, the shared kitchen with Charles Entertainment Cheese. All right? How many times can I say Charles Entertainment Cheese and not make it sound like I just want to say the name? I don't know. I don't know. It really is, though. CEC Entertainment is what the company's called. So why wouldn't it be Charles Entertainment Cheese? Why would E not stand for entertainment? Right? I don't know. Maybe that's another issue for another day. No idea. What I do know 
is that, uh, oh boy, um, we have a song to play. We're going to do that in just a second, and then that'll be the end of the show. Look at that. We may get in under 20 minutes. This is insane. Um, I love it. I love it. Well, let's see. If I knew more about the NASA thing, this might be okay. Uh, but I want to say there are a lot of writers out there, a lot of TV writers who are looking for ideas and trying to, you know, make their way out of this and figure out what's going on and, and um, try to keep themselves afloat, as it were, and shows need to be created, new shows to to bring the people in and whatnot. Uh, I would like to extend a, a friendly warning. I, not a warning, but a friendly um, a friendly word of advice. How about that? Uh, don't make a series based on these times. Like, don't make a TV show where a family's stuck in quarantine because of a virus. Like, it's not... Okay, right now, you think it's a good idea because you're sitting at home and you're dealing with your Zoom meetings and your kids are running around and... And the kids are doing school things and you're doing, you're learning how to work from home and you're doing whatever and you're, um, whatever it is that you're doing that you might, that might seem fun to you or like your friends on Facebook are like, oh my God, look at this wacky thing. Like it seems fun because there's nothing else happening. But I promise you, this is not fun. Like this will not make a fun, well, it's fun for me. I don't have to do anything uh, except, you know, kind of work. But this is not TV show material. Like this would not be fun. Don't do it. Don't. I know you're thinking about it. I know you're sitting there and you're sitting in your in your basement or your attic or your loft or whatever, and you're like, "Hey, man, I'm gonna write a TV show about this man. We're all gonna be stuck inside and try to figure out how to have fun together and stuff." Yeah, don't do it. It's not a good like you think it's a good idea because it's what you have. It's all you know that's around you right now. Like, oh man, this could be fun. It's not gonna be fun. Don't do it. Like, don't do it. I know you're thinking it. You're like, man, let's do this. Don't. Don't do it. And if somebody asks you to work on the show, like, hey, we're doing this show about uh, everybody being stuck in quarantine, uh, say no. Say no and say, hey, uh, pitch something else because that's terrible. Don't do it. All right. Is this harsh? Is this too much because I'm not in TV? I don't know. I get Okay. What I'm saying is I would not watch a show about a family stuck in quarantine in present times with a virus, right? I, I'm not going to watch that. That sounds like a terrible show. So... I guess that's what you can take from that is, um, you know, he doesn't want you to write it because he wouldn't watch it. You know what, though? People would probably watch. God damn it. I, I convinced myself the other way because people are dumb enough to watch that. <laughs> right? Aren't they? Don't be. Don't be dumb enough to watch. Like, find something else to watch. All right. I just finished Ozark yesterday and it was fantastic. So if you've not watched Ozark, do that. Watch Ozark. Watch F is for Family. New season, June 12th. Watch, um, I don't know, literally anything else. Literally anything else on there. You have millions of shows and movies at your disposal. Uh, don't watch one about a family stuck in quarantine during a viral pandemic. Don't do it. Don't do it. Just don't. All right. Um, that's it. That's all the stuff. Don't write a series about a family stuck in quarantine. All right? Don't do it. Just don't do it. All right, so that's all the stuff I have for you today. All the stuff for me, anyway, from me, uh, for you. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so what I have for you now is a new song. I know they released one yesterday, Friday, uh, another new one, but I didn't get to play this one yet, so I'm going to do it now. Yeah, we'll do it live! Not really live, but we're going to do it because uh, I love this song. I love this band. I hope to have them back on the show at some point because it's going to be great. Oh, man, it's going to be a lot of fun. So... Uh, our friends, Shallow Pools, released a new song. You can follow them at Shallow Pools MA. I believe that's their thing on 
Instagram and Twitter and all that. Um, it'll be in the show notes. They're also on Bandcamp. This song is uh, well it came out about a month ago now, but it's new to the new to me, new to the show, I should say. Uh, it is called After Light here inside the Mountain Pat on the Next Level Network. There you have it, our friends. Shallow Pools with their song After Light. Should I have done the thing? Sorry, I don't know. I don't know why I didn't uh I didn't think to do the thing. Oh, well, actually I do, because I gotta get back to work. <laughs> so there you go. Again, Shallow Pools MA for all the stuff with them. And they're I know they released a new song this week. I know, I know, and I blew it. I really blew it. We gotta get them back on. Don't we? We should. Probably, maybe. I don't know. But there you go. That's it. That's the stuff. Thank you very much, Shallow Pools, for all the things. Thank you to everybody who weighed in on the question on your TV tropes. Again, uh, you can let me know everywhere at the Meltic Pad if I miss you, if I, if I missed you. There we go. Uh, if you missed out, whatever the case might be, let me know what's going on, and I will do some yelling on your behalf for sure. All right? All right. TheNextLevelNetwork.com. All of our shows, they're up there. They're all there. The Next Level Podcast Network on Facebook as well. The Spotlight, Ben's got some stuff coming up this week 
I think. Well, it's already Wednesday for me, so if he doesn't have one, I don't remember what's what's happening. Um, Lost, we have to go back. I think they're having a guest. That's what it was. I think they're having a guest on their show this week. How about that? This week, next week, who the hell knows? I don't, not yet. Again, it hasn't come out yet. So there you go. Panels of Pixels, I believe they are on the Witcher season finale. If not, then I think something else is, what are they doing next? Snowpiercer, maybe? I forget. I wrote all this down, and then it's it's gone now. I don't know what happened, but our show, they're up there. TFT Nerdcast, uh, What Lurks Behind Podcast Zero, Do The Thing. They're all up there. Follow them. So then you'll know what they're doing because I clearly don't. So there you go. <laughs> there you go. Also, uh, our fearless leader, Ben Beck, has been doing some trivia. He'll be doing, oh, damn it, it was yesterday. Um, he started doing some trivia nights, and the uh, the proceeds benefit Project Hope. Um, so get in touch with him on the places and uh, find out where you can get your tickets to do some trivia and uh, and support a good cause. So there you go. All that stuff, I, uh, I'll try to put that in the show notes as well. Um, I don't know. He said share it. I'm sharing it. If anybody's listening, there you go. All right? All right. Oh, boy. Uh, was there something else I was going to tell you? Oh, yeah. I don't know um, when Danny Schmitz and I will be able to get together and uh, and do the last, I guess now, four episodes of The Last Dance. He's been uh, working on a project. And uh, again, far be it from me to take money off somebody's table, just chat with me for an hour or two. Um, so there you go. Oh, yeah. My county is going to uh, from red to yellow next week, I believe. And, uh, yeah, I, I really just don't want to go into the office right now because, you know, they got to get on the bus and be around all the people. And I guess what I mean to say is this, a lot of counties, a lot of places around the country are relaxing their restrictions and I guess just be careful. All right. Don't go to the pool. People already did. They went down to the damn pool and the beach and all that. And they're like, it's over. It's fine. It's not fine. It's not over. Wash your hands social distancing, wear a mask, don't be an all that stuff. Um, we're not out of the woods yet. We're not even close. All right? I don't think. Maybe we are. I'm not a doctor, but, uh, you know, you think it's over, it's under control, it's not. Be careful. All right? That's all. That's it. Just be careful. Don't be stupid, and uh, don't be a jerk. All right? All right. Oh, boy. That's it. This has been an 8 Boiling production. So until next time, my friends, have fun. Be safe, thank a veteran, and of course, don't do anything I wouldn't do. G-Lovin' Special Sauce with Cold Beverage. They're going to play us out as they always do. Philadelphonic.com for more from them. And that, my friends, is our show. Thank you so much. I love you. Come back next time for all the... I don't know what's going to happen next, but we'll try to do the thing. All right? You've been inside the Melting Pat on the Next Level Network. Go crap open a cold one. Yo. Gotta get a cold beverage, I need some leverage A sweaty ass as a lemonade will be nice Of a bite from the top to a BK Got a back row of drinks, but cross Got the bait on the front porch, yeah, I got some icing If you like a taste of tea, then come along with me Summertime is steaming, don't give me no bugs Glass some ice and a dash of a mess, martini time Yeah, yeah, feeling cold, and bring your own beverage It's me, so it's cold, I like cold beverage, yeah I like cold beverage, yeah Ice cream to make it a double swim, we're safe from the 
like it's free. Please fix me a large slice. Summertime is cool, the heat is getting old. Yeah, I have a beverage, space so it's cold. Go, 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 go. Something from the bar? Yeah, I like cool beverage, yeah. I like cool beverage, yeah. I like cool beverage, yeah. Cause I'm feeling kind of party. Stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge. Stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge. Go girl, work the cold one. Go girl, work the cold one. What? Go girl, work the cold one. Go girl, work the cold one. Yo, where I'm fishing? Let's keep one thing clear. The bait's over there, the brew's right here. Two six packs and a big bag of ice. And you look at the bite, but the brew tastes nice. Back to the bar. So very decorous and a collada. Need a whole lot of them food drinks to catch me up on the must die. My drink, please stick it in the fridge, cause I like cool beverage, yeah. I like cool beverage, yeah. I like cool beverage, yeah. Uh-huh, I'm kinda thirsty. I like cool beverage, yeah.